0: Clinical Issues, by Julie Kahn Using Corrugated Cardboard Boxes and Transplantations Question I've been told that external shipping containers and cardboard boxes should not be brought into the OR, but I noticed that the organs we receive for transplantations are shipped in cardboard. What does AORN recommend? Answer The AORN, Guideline for Sterilization, states that Supplies and equipment should be removed from external shipping containers and open-edged corrugated cardboard boxes before transfer to the sterile storage area or point of use. This guidance is based on the rationale that these types of containers may collect dust, debris, and insects during shipment and may carry contaminants into the surgical suite. This recommendation also is stated in the Association for Professionals in Infection Control and Epidemiology, APIC, Implementation Guide, Infection preventionist Guide to the OR, and, in the American National Standards Institute, Association for the Advancement of Medical Instrumentation, ST79 from 2017, Comprehensive Guide to Steam Sterilization and Sterility Assurance in Healthcare Facilities. The purpose of these recommendations is to limit the risk of patient exposure to potentially infectious material or insects that may be present on or in a cardboard shipping container. The glue used in the cardboard also may attract insects or vermin. However, these practice recommendations are not specific to external cardboard shipping containers used for transportation of organs intended for transplantation. Patients undergoing transplantations are at high risk for infection, and it is therefore important to reduce all possible items and practices that may increase the risk for infection. However, correct identification for organs intended for transplantation and the intended recipient is crucial. Organ procurement organizations typically send organs to recipient facilities via courier in corrugated plastic or cardboard boxes. Because of the importance of organ and recipient identification, Part of the identification process involves the label on the external portion of the shipping container. The Organ Procurement and Transplantation Network policies require the use of specific external and internal labeling systems when shipping or transporting organs. Depending on the receiving facility's process for verifying identification of an organ, the external shipping container may be brought into the OR. Because of the many regulations regarding organ transplantation and the high risk for infection in this patient population, a facility interdisciplinary team that includes an infection preventionist and the transplant surgeons should review the process to determine how perioperative team members can ensure that the external shipping container is available for identification without adding contaminants to the OR environment. Depending on the type of external shipping container received by the facility, and how the labels are applied to an external shipping container, facility leaders may consider having personnel wipe down plastic corrugated containers with a facility-approved disinfectant. If perioperative team members open the external shipping container and remove the inner portion to decrease the risk of contamination in the OR from the shipping container, they may unnecessarily expose the organ to airborne contaminants in the semi-restricted corridor of the perioperative department. Therefore, perioperative and organizational leaders may consider providing large clean plastic bags to place corrugated cardboard containers or other containers used for organ transplant in for transport and use in the OR when they arrive at the facility and cannot be cleaned with facility approved disinfectants. When a container cannot be disinfected and is placed inside a bag, facility leaders additionally may consider transporting the container to the OR as close to the time of use as possible. And removing the container from the OR after use if it appears grossly soiled. When discussing adoption of these practices, the facility interdisciplinary team members should consider the following: One. The typical condition of the containers when they arrive at the facility. Two. How the containers are used during the verification processes. Three. How often the verification process is performed. For example, upon arrival of the container, upon the patient entering the OR, before anastomosis of the organ. 4. The duration of the procedure, which may include multiple handovers that require use of the container. And 5. Whether additional transplant vessels sent inside the container but packaged separately from the organ are being stored on the ice in the container for possible use during or after the procedure.